Welcome to The Word from Bethlehem Lutheran Church. I'm Pastor Abigail Zhang Hoffman. And I'm Pastor Amy Walter-Peterson. Thanks for dwelling in The Word with us today. We are in the midst of our annual giving appeal when we invite your financial support for the ministry we share at Bethlehem Lutheran Church, which includes this podcast. The work we do together is made possible by your generosity, your generosity of time, talent, and treasure. Today, we invite you to visit our website at www.blcfairport.org and click on support the BLC vision to learn more. We'll include the full link in our show notes. If you have never given financially to BLC's ministry, consider making a gift. If you are already someone who gives regularly to BLC, consider making your gift on a monthly basis or a recurring basis. If you currently give regularly, would you consider increasing your offering this year? And thank you for listening. And thank you for helping us to spread the word. Today in the life of the church is a day that we call All Saints Sunday. And it is a day that we remember those who have gone before us, those saints who now live in eternal light as well as those saints who are alive among us. Because in the Lutheran tradition, we are all saints. We are saints by nature of our baptism into Christ. And so wherever you are listening from today, I invite you maybe to pause in a way that you might not usually. And if you're in your home, you might pause and grab a candle because there'll be an opportunity as part of today's message for you to just Spend some time remembering and light a candle or two or even three for those saints that have been significant for you. Today's gospel reading comes from the book of Luke, the 20th chapter, beginning with the 27th verse. Some Sadducees, those who say there is no resurrection, came to Jesus and they asked him a question. Teacher, Moses wrote for us that if a man's brother dies, leaving a wife but no children, the man shall marry the widow and raise up children for his brother. Now, there were seven brothers. The first married and died childless. Then the second and the third married her. And so, in the same way, all seven died childless. Finally, the woman also died. In the resurrection, therefore, whose wife will this woman be? For the seven had married her. Jesus said to them, Those who belong to this age marry and are given in marriage, but those who are considered worthy of a place in that age and in the resurrection from the dead neither marry nor are given in marriage. Indeed, they cannot die any more because they are like angels and are children of God being children of the resurrection. And the fact that the dead are raised, Moses himself showed in the story about the bush where he speaks of the Lord as the God of Abraham, the God of, Jake, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. Now, he is God not of the dead, but of the living. For to him, all of them are alive. This is the gospel of the Lord. 
There is really no question that it was a trap. Maybe a distraction trap or maybe a gotcha trap. But with their question, the sads in today's gospel were attempting to turn death into an ethical dilemma to be solved and trap Jesus in his response. Maybe they were hoping to amass more evidence against him in order to discredit him. Or maybe they were just simply trying to destroy his popularity with the masses. There is no indication in Luke's gospel that the scenario that was posed to Jesus had any connection in real life. But I've been wondering if even the question that was posed points to the ways that we humans are happy to distance ourselves from the inevitability of death in order to keep it at arm's length. I can attest from my own experience with death that it is an easy trap to fall into. Rather than give ourselves over to the pain of grief, we distance ourselves with the details of death, the arrangements, the planning, the checklist of what to do when a loved one dies. I know, I've downloaded it myself. In the face of inevitable loss, the Sadducees busied their brains. In the face of our losses, we often busy our bodies and fill our days with activities all in an effort to distance ourselves from the loss, the hurt, the pain, the grief. In today's gospel reading, death is not a dilemma to be solved for Jesus. For Jesus, this dilemma posed by the Sadducees becomes an opportunity to remind all of us who are listening in that God and only God defines our existence in the life to come, not our relationships in this world, not our accomplishments or lack thereof, not our goodness or lack thereof. And God is, as Jesus says so clearly, a God of the living. And so for those of us who are on this side of the grave, we live in the hope that eternity with God is our inheritance. I'm so grateful that the Christian faith is so clear about this. Our faith teaches us that in, in Christ's death and resurrection, God claimed victory over death and it will no longer have the last word, ever. Death is not the end. When we were baptized, we were united with Christ in his death, but also in his resurrection. We have the promise of God that through Christ we are justified, we are made holy, and we will join in Christ's resurrection. And even more than that, when we were baptized, we were given the gift of the Holy Spirit. Being united with Christ in our baptism and becoming God's blessed and justified children, we are gifted members of the priesthood of all believers. And what that all means is that you and I, we are all saints. It's as simple as that. We are saints. Saints on this side of the grave and saints in eternity. For us, death is not a dilemma, but an opportunity to claim the faith that we profess, 
a faith that says that if we have been united with Christ in a baptism like his, then we will surely be united with Christ in a resurrection like his. Today in the life of the church, we are given the opportunity to remember the saints who have gone before us and taught us this hope through the ways that they have lived and died in the faith of Jesus. And in lighting candles for the saints in eternity, we are also reminding ourselves that we too have been made saints and have the privilege of kindling flames of hope and promise and love in this world that God so loves that we are embedded and planted in. We remember the saints to remember our own faith, but we also remember the saints to remember our role and our place in the world. We have been gifted as God's hands and feet in this world to show God's love and care and to serve our neighbors. It's as simple as that. And so wherever you are listening to this today, if you are able to light a candle for a saint that has been significant to you, I encourage you to do that. But even if you're listening as you walk or wherever you are, I invite you to just pause for a moment and to name those saints that have shaped your life, who have shown you the hope of Jesus and who are the people that lead and guide you in loving and caring for this world. Will you pray with me? We praise and bless you, O Holy Trinity. You have taught your church that we are an ageless communion of saints. We thank you for gathering those who faithfully waited in hope for the redemption you promised. And now for adding us who celebrate the love of Christ for the redemption of the world. Prepare a place for us among those who are already with you. Help us remember them as an encouragement to saintly living, exciting us to love in anticipation of an eternal reunion. With them, we praise and bless you, O Holy Trinity. We hope you've been fed by the word this week. Don't miss an episode. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And share your feedback with us at the word at blcfairport.org. And if you'd like to learn more about Bethlehem Lutheran Church or support the ministry we share, including this podcast, please visit www.blcfairport.org.